1: tonight on the bachelor blake gets a boner on his one-on-one with taisha was he just trying to show her what she was missing then yosef comes back only to embarrass himself even more is this man seriously disturbed plus ben is giving us major i wanna be the bachelor vibes does his social media come off fake all that and more it's our most dramatic episode ever this is the bachelor
0: hello and welcome to the bachelor podcast i'm kay york city
1: and i'm Carrie bradshaw
2: and we are back for a double double episode night um or week i guess four hours
1: four hours which you know night one went by really quick i'll say that
2: Night one flew by. I think it was because it felt like we were watching two separate episodes. You know how she was just like the normal beginning first hour and then um we went straight into mentel all.
1: Yes, which I love a mentel all.
2: We love a mental all, but, uh, before we get into that, make sure you are following us on Instagram at the bachelor and bachelor pod on Twitter. We're giving you all the live memes, tweets, everything, uh, throughout the episodes. And during the week, we also have our bachelor newsletter, which Dana writes, um, We In the newsletter, you'll also find like the best tweets and anything that's happening in Bachelor Nation um, after the entire week. So make sure you guys subscribe to that. It is Betches.co slash bachelor Breakdown.
1: And also we have a bunch of merch on Shop Betches. So make sure you go to shop.betches.com and check out all of our Bachelor Nation merchandise, mugs, Uh, shirts, you name it. I know everybody's been posting
2: the mugs and I love it. The mugs are my favorite, to be honest.
1: I love a good mug, you know, it's good for anybody. I feel like clothing, you can't always wear funny clothing because like not everybody works in offices or jobs where it's appropriate, like us. But mugs, everyone loves a good mug.
2: Right, and then also like you can put anything you want in it. Who knows, you could be drinking wine at 9am and nobody will have any idea.
1: Yeah. Can you imagine? I'm just kidding. I'm not actually doing that right now.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, let's get into the episode. Chris Harrison comes back after being gone, which honestly, every time Jojo would come on the screen, I would be so jarred, like not ready to see her. I mean, I loved it, but I just wasn't, I would forget that she was there and then be like, Oh my hey, God.
1: I'm so quick to like talk about Chris Harrison. But when he came back, I was like, okay. I like, I felt relieved. <laughs>
2: Right, I know.
1: Okay, dad's home, (laughs) everything's safe, we're good,
2: everything's back to normal, (laughs) he'll protect us. Um, and then so she has sort of the same kind of sit down with Chris as Claire did for a minute. And she tells Chris how um, Bennett came back, said he loved her and Chris's face the whole time was so funny because I think he was fully preparing himself to be like, um, to hear Tasha be like, I'm leaving. I'm going to go home with Bennett. This show's over. <laughs>
1: Chris is like, I can't even take my kid to goddamn college without this place going haywire. (laughs) Jojo had one job. Nobody leaves.
2: Nobody leaves. And then Chris got back and then everybody starts leaving. So, um, yeah, I feel like all season
1: we've been like, there's so many people left. Like, how are we going to, um, get to the final four? And now I'm like, oh, she just had to chop everybody out. Like it was, uh. You know, some kind of a sports game. I was trying to think of a reference that. Uh, Honestly, I liked your people.
2: I liked your seamless reference.
1: Thank you. I also liked that because we've all been the drunk person in the well, Uber, here, being like, "I need to." Is
2: say what the what
1: it was. I'm, I'm I'm giving it a little so um. you know <laughs> you know when you're like leaving the bar and you're like oh shit if I leave the bar now I can order seamless from the car before the place closes and it'll get there around the same time <laughs> I get there that's what I felt like Taysha was doing she's like okay no we got to get rid of everybody because my favorite pizza place closes at nine and if I don't order by 8 30 they're gonna be mad at me that was fun, <laughs> and I was like shh just do it. and it. Rip the bandaid off for each one.
2: Everybody's got to go. And um, it starts with Blake and they go on their one-on-one and they have, it's a, they do one of those sex guru things, which was a Jojo um, chase moment where like, you know, she's stra- they're straddling each other. And you can tell right from the beginning that there is no chemistry at all.
1: I also feel like Tasha, is maybe the realest bachelorette in that like when she's not feeling someone she's not faking it
2: no she's not faking it i can definitely tell when um we can all tell when she is into somebody and when she's not and this is definitely one of those cases where she's like fuck this like i can't i mean sends him home before they even get to the dinner portion
1: which she's like i don't want to sit through this (laughs) i'm sure i don't i get that because if I am hearing bad news or giving bad news, I'm like, it needs to be the first thing that I do. Because I'm like, I'll, I'll just be so distracted. It's all I think about.
2: Distracted, dreading it all day. And I I honestly, we've never seen them have a, like a real, real conversation. And so imagine us watching them on a dinner date, having essentially their first conversation ever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know.
1: I don't. And I like haven't been a huge fan of Blake, but at the women or at the women at the men tell all, I was like, he seems actually like a sweet guy. Like, I think I do like him.
2: Yeah. Blake does seem sweet. And I think the, the men tell all um, helped us out with that because in my mind, Blake was very much uh, a person who kept trying to mold himself to whoever was around him, like uh, was super obsessed with Claire I said at the beginning, he wasn't sure if he was ready to move on to Tasha. And then now he's with Tasha and he's like, I just feel like if we had more time, we had more time, like I just don't have enough time. It's like you can't really force those things. And I think that's what he was trying to do. Um, and unfortunately, it just wasn't there. And we had to cut the
1: cord. We had to cut the cord. I so- say we
2: as if we are the ones who broke up with Blake.
1: <laughs> Um. So, yeah, she cuts the cord with him. And then she's like, "Okay, let's just keep this knocking the pins over.
2: But wait, can we talk about how upset she was?
1: Oh, I tweeted this, too, (laughs) because everyone was like, she's so upset. I'm like, that is a woman who is exhausted. This is not about Blake. She is emotionally exhausted. This was the Mm -hmm. final straw. Like, if she had been in an incredibly good mood, well-rested, I feel like she would not have been upset. But like, you know, when <laughs> I think the um, the example I used is like when you're at the grocery store and you're like, what do you mean you're out of chicken? And then you like <laughs> burst into tears and it's like or like once I sobbed, cried in a um urgent care and I was like they didn't take my insurance or something and I was mm-hmm. like I've been to seven urgent cares today no one takes my insurance I feel like I'm dying <laughs> like I'm like that's where Tasha was she was that's... at the end of the line of seven urgent cares with the flu
2: I totally agree it was just so um how quick she sent him home and her reaction was just it didn't it didn't match up so I definitely I agree it had to have been um just pure exhaustion and then she goes and meets up with the other guys in the evening and she's like hey the guys obviously find out that Blake didn't come back and um she goes in there and immediately starts crying again
1: and they also um isn't this when they realize Bennett is back
2: Yeah. They realized Bennett was back, Bennett comes back. Um, and she pulls, uh, she pulls Riley away and she calls him out like in front of everybody. Like after she was like, you know, Hey, I just know what, uh, I know what I want. And like, you know, it's getting really hard right now, but I don't want to lead anybody on and blah, blah, blah. So she, she was like, Riley, can I talk to you? And I was like, this is either going to go really good or really bad, but I I did.
1: Oh, I knew it. We exactly. knew it was going to be bad. I, the very first season of American Horror Story, like the first scene ever, it's like these two teenage boys um going into a haunted house and there's like a little girl in the front yard and she's like, and they're like bullying her and then they go in the house and then she's like, you're going to die in there. And I was like, and when Riley was being taken away. That's all I was picturing was like a little ghost demon being like, you're going to die in there. (laughs) (laughs) It's uh... true.
2: We knew it was going to be bad. And, um, and at first I could see him getting pretty worked up about it. He was like, wait, I don't understand. Like, what did I do wrong? Like very, um, you know, what am I missing? Why did you keep me around for so long? And I, I, I see that, but at the same time, it's like you understand the position that she's in. Like, she has to keep people around. I mean, I'm sure she knows, or at least is close to knowing which guy she's going to pick, especially at this point. So her keeping you around is literally because
0: she has to. Yeah. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but you can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you, Newly.
1: I feel like his response wasn't that intense. Like, I feel like if I was the one that got sent home, I would make such a scene. So I can't judge any of the guys when they're getting sent home because I'm always like, oh, they didn't freak out and scream or they didn't just, like, walk out, which is what I would do. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I I did think when he was, like, so surprised and stuff, I was like, did you really think, like... That, that you, you were
2: gonna stay,
1: hey? I maybe though, too, like we don't know what the editing is like, so I don't know. Cause I'm like, I feel like she's had connections with so many of the other guys and deeper, and right? So, oh,
2: well, actually, this is when Bennett shows back up. Bennett shows back up after she sends Riley home, and um, the guys are freaking out, and you know, Bennett they do one of those in the moment interviews with him. And, uh, he's like, he was like, I don't think she would have invited me to stay if she didn't have serious feelings for me, which I kind of agree. I, I think, um, her being like, yeah, you should stay is, was sort of a sign that she kind of wanted to keep him around or maybe it was just too late. And she was like, well, I don't want to send you home in the middle of the night (laughs) and kept him that way.
1: I feel like it's when a mom tells her kid, maybe like, you know, the answer is no, but she just doesn't want to deal with it right now.
2: (laughs) Right. And, but at the same time, it's one of those things. It's like her keeping Bennett around is going to cause more drama than good. Like, cause all the guys are going to see, and then the guys are going to wonder and the guys are going to question things. And um, if she would have just sent him home that night, that would have been just a whole separate Situation, but um, you know, she uh, we get to the rose ceremony, and Brendan is in another turtleneck.
1: <laughs> that man has more turtlenecks than uh, Jay Z Penny. Like, uh-huh. I've never I- seen so many turtlenecks in Palm Springs.
2: I actually um, uh, found out I had to, I DM'd Demar, and I was like, You guys and your turtlenecks, this is. The commitment and I found out that the turtlenecks were actually full-length turtlenecks, at least most of them were. So they were fully committing. It wasn't like the the cut-off or anything. Like they had they were wearing those turtlenecks.
1: If they were wearing cut-off turtlenecks, I would be like, send them home.
2: <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> this is a crime.
1: <laughs> <laughs> is like a- if if you're wearing makeshift turtlenecks for the illusion of a turtleneck, that is uh I feel like more of a commitment than just buying a turtleneck.
2: Right. Um but she ends up sending Noah and Bennett home which I think was the kind of satisfaction that we were all what we were all looking for. Um you know, having them both go home at the same time. It wasn't like Bennett won over Noah or vice versa. It was like, you know what, both of you guys are out on to the next like that drama is finally over book is closed and it was done at the same time it it was very validating
1: yeah i felt like we knew they were both gonna go the whole time so it i was just like okay like let's get it we're getting past the inevitable and now we can actually Mm -hmm. get to the people that i have no idea who is gonna win you know
2: yeah exactly and so um so that was just the first hour she sent home four guys, Noah, Bennett, Riley, and Blake. That was um a lot, a full like cut. Yeah. And that which that's what brings us to um the mental all and obviously into hometowns, but um the mental all was in my opinion slightly tamer than the usual mental alls. So I don't know if it was because there was less people there or um uh I guess there was kind of less drama.
1: Yeah, I feel like all the Claire stuff was so dramatic that, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like we are we got the drama early.
2: We did get the drama early, and um, and there wasn't a ton of storylines that required a lot of like diving into. Like the first thing they d- talked about was like Ed and Chazen, and you know, Chazen or Ed was like. You know, I think he just uses the same words to describe Tasha and Claire and he's on social media too much and blah, blah, blah. It's like, uh, who cares at this point? And um, like, there was such a petty argument. But what I did like is that we did see a lot of um, Damar speak up this season or this episode because mm. we haven't really seen him talk or get into any of these like arguments at all or yeah. involve himself in the drama. And I think he made... Um, a few good points especially like when he defended Chazin about like saying the stuff that he did and Ed was still stuck on his high horse
1: yeah I feel like also a live reunion just get or like live mental all gives them more um like they don't want to come off weak you know so it's like more dramatic I feel like to be doing things for an audience than to not
2: well this yeah this isn't live
1: no, I know, but usually it is, right? Or usually No, it's
2: all, they're always they're always pre-recorded.
1: But usually there's an audience, audience
2: members. Oh yeah, there's usually audience members that fueling fueling everything and so giving you that like yeah, extra I, oomph.
1: I felt like that because there wasn't that it maybe was a little more tame.
2: That's so that I I agree with that. That is very true. Like you had there you're always more confident and ready to speak up when there's people around and you can like, you know, Uh, show your feathers a little bit more.
1: Yeah, and it's like, you don't want to appear weak. Like, I feel like without an audience, it's like, whatever, this is not worth my time. But with an audience, it's like, oh, I could go viral. (laughs) Let me yell.
2: Let me yell. Uh, We also found out that Chazen was not at the uh, mental all because he was sick um, and had to stay safe. He posted it on his story. He did not disclose what it was, but... um, I'm glad he's okay. I'm glad he's feeling fine. But that did suck that he wasn't there because I definitely feel like he would have been a good um, balance with Ed.
1: I'm also like Ed just shh.
2: Did Ed look different?
1: Ed was where I think Dana said she's like Ed's suit pants are painted on, painted which they on. were. I he's very um. I don't know, like stylish. I don't know. I don't want to say he looked hot, but he didn't. No, look but I did notice bad. that his
2: eyes were like blue, which I had no idea.
1: Yeah, I also <laughs> was like noticing things about Ed and I was like, what's happening?
2: What's happening to my body right that,
1: now? Uh, that suit was g- a good color too. Was I was like, color. I love a good uh, maroon on it.
2: Hmm.
3: Selling a little or a lot.
2: Okay, so then we're back to the Noah and Bennett drama and something that I I would watch a longer Mentel All if I could see more of the scenes. So a lot of this stuff was definitely cut out. Um, we got a really good um, photo from press and it showed Noah holding a book that says How Not to Be a Harvard D-Bag
1: <laughs> and
2: by Noah. It was obviously like a fake book, but he brought that as a prop We put it on our Instagram. You should definitely go look at it. Um, Like, I need to know what was happening um, with that book, what the conversation was that went down, because that is definitely something that, I mean, I would have watched longer if I would have known.
1: That's a very uh, Housewives thing to do, like to bring a a prop as a shady Uh tool, which I love.
2: I need to start watching Housewives just like, Mainly yes, for the reunions, do.
1: the reunions alone. You think the men tell all is dramatic. The reunions <laughs> uh, of uh, any housewives thing is like
2: <laughs> they're going to kill each other. They're literally going to kill each other. These rich women are going to murder each other.
1: <laughs>
2: um, and so I also have to talk about um, uh, the Noah and Bennett thing again, just because they, they had this drama and at the end of it, Noah and, them, Noah and Bennett were just still saying the same thing. Like, um, I don't think we can be friends. Like this is a fake gift. And, um, I just, you know,
1: <laughs> it was a know. fake gift though. I was like, I, I don't know. It if was, I'm like, I'm on Noah's side for this.
2: I wasn't, I definitely was on Noah's side. And I think Bennett, um, Again, just if he would just take things um, and not say them so condescending, like they made a good point where they were like, you know, the way you talk to the younger guys is so condescending. And it it really, really is. And I don't think he I don't think he hears it, which is strange.
1: Oh, yeah. It's I don't I don't know. He's definitely seems like he's just kind of been privileged. So he's not used to people telling him he's wrong.
2: And then you have, well, and then you have him, him and uh, Kenny are like the oldest, but Kenny's here showing up in a camo suit. That was a
1: sweat suit. That was a sweat suit that Kenny wore to the mental all
2: What was he thinking?
1: And then Noah called him. um, What did he call him? Like a one direction. Uh, Oh, he (laughs) called
2: him. He called him. I have this written down because I was screaming one direction party born party boy manager wearing camo. And I was like, he drag him, drag him. He was thinking about that the whole time for sure.
1: Oh, for sure. He probably already had the one direction line ready. And then when he had the camo, he was like, oh, I can improvise a little bit here. Mm hmm. Um, Um. yeah. And then Yosef, they bring back for a little oh. stint to chat about Claire and he just kind of doubles down on being terrible.
2: I really have I I have never seen anything like this. Usually when they when they bring the guys back that have sort of, you know, fucked themselves over, at least for the most part, they'll own up at least to what they had done. Like not say, not always say sorry, but they'll Claim it and be like, Yeah, like I fucked up, whatever. Yeah, I shouldn't but have he, said XYZ, he, right? But he really just stuck to it. And, um,
1: and Chris is like, I'm gonna give you this opportunity to
2: save yourself. And he Literally. still was like, No, what blew my mind the most about Yosef, like I was seeing red during the scene, um, was when Chris asked Yosef, He was like, Would you want a man talking to your daughter like this. And Yosef was like, I hope someone would call her out if she did something like that. Huh?
1: That daughter someday watching it is going to be like, what? What the fuck? Yeah. That was really bizarre.
2: I mean, I was like how he said, he sits here and he talks about how important his daughter is to him. But then he, he would be okay with a man speaking to his child like that
1: which probably not. And he's just trying to like save. He seems just like a stubborn fool. Yeah.
2: Oh yeah. He's definitely stubborn. I think he knows that like he fucked up and I think he's so far down um, the rabbit hole now that there's no saving him. And so I think he just like stuck to it. He even posted something on Instagram because I was curious. Um, I went to his Instagram profile and um, his caption on his photo said, never waver. And like I went to the comments, and they were harsh.
1: Well, <laughs> tripling down with an Instagram post.
2: Yeah, they were they were harsh. Um, one of my favorite flashbacks. <laughs> I love the your Red Bulls, your Red Bull can. <laughs> that was amazing this is where we are guys
1: listen i drink too much red bull every day i'm like i have an addiction to red bull
2: i love that i actually don't love red bull i don't like the flavor
1: i am sitting here with a half done face of makeup drinking Uh red bull from a can with a straw if you guys want a visual on what's happening over here with
2: four wigs in the background one of them being bright orange (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um but anyways so one of my favorite flashbacks from the episode was when uh they flashback to Blake's date uh with tasha and he had a full-on boner the whole time and he said his legit words were I guess I was charged well Not
1: charged you know I've always wondered <laughs> on those dates I'm like how do they not get boners?
2: <laughs> They've I mean they must.
1: So I thought it was uh, funny that they <laughs> revealed it.
2: That they revealed, I mean there was a black box over it, lame. But yeah, but like um,
1: letting us know, obviously, that there was something happening. There was
2: something there. And the fact that um he's always like all the guys have talked about how Blake is like this super horny, um, guy that always talks about his penis and talks about sex. So honestly, all of that tracks.
1: Yeah. At least we know he's real.
2: He's real. He holds, <laughs> he holds true to the reviews. Um, and so we have a, uh, a uh, Riley, Riley and Tasha have their flashback or whatever, you know, she comes out, Tasha comes out and is talking to the guys, but I think Riley was the most um touching one. She brought him up to sit next to her They had a hug and, um, and he was like, I feel like I did myself a disservice for not opening up sooner. And I don't think that was the case to be so honest. I don't think that was what um, hurt him. I just thought it was just the general, we don't, we don't have that connection. And I hate that, you know, a lot of these guys are blaming the fact that they didn't do this then, or they didn't do that then it's, it's, I don't think it has to do with that.
1: Um, yeah, I agree. I think it's probably easier, though, to think that's why, you know?
2: Yeah, for sure. It's definitely easier. It makes things, it makes you feel like, um, that it's not,
1: like, you you. Exactly. So, Tasha let him think that, too. Like, I'm like, whatever. Spare him.
2: Let's spare him. Um, and that was really, that was really the end of the mental all. I mean, she has the conversations with all these guys, but it was, um, I think it was good to uh, see her interact with some of them, even though I felt like it was kind of boring because we just saw most of those guys get sent home that night.
1: Yeah, I felt like it was a pretty lackluster mental all, but to no fault of anyone.
2: Anyone, Yeah. All right, so now we are at night two, and everyone was sweating. This is night two. It is hometowns, quarantine towns, Everybody's sweating. Everybody is like, um,
1: I don't families are there. <laughs> understand. I'm like, why aren't you letting them stay inside? It's so hot out.
2: Even when they were inside, like when she met um Ivan, you know, Zach's family, Ivan's family, they were all profusely sweating inside.
1: It oh I mean they say 120 degree heat and I think now where they are filming it was like the dead of summer. So, ooh.
2: but it was nighttime they were in why is no one cranking the AC? There's no one else there.
1: <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'm like I need it to be like 55 degrees. I'm going to sweat until the cows the come home time. in 120 degree even um um the little girl Aaliyah, remember? Oh, yeah. She Aaliyah, was sweating.
2: Brendan's niece. Yeah, she was sweating too. And honestly, that, um, you know, Chris came in and told everybody like who's showing up for who. And, um, you know, Brendan's, I thought Brendan's was the least uh, emotional. I'm surprised that he ended up staying. I didn't feel like there was a super deep connection with her and his family. You know, they had a really cute date where they played, like, some ring toss. They were sort of at, like, a carnival fair. Um, I thought it was super janky, honestly, until I saw the bouncy house. And I was like, that's lit. Um, <laughs> yeah, that, I was
1: like, wow, Brendan actually probably did plan this whole date by himself. Because even the signs were, like, handwritten.
2: Yeah, I, I just, I didn't feel... A connection even the way he likes talk the way he speaks to her feels sort of um planned out and slightly not insecure but um just robotic
1: yeah i don't know i like i like him i do I think too i just like...
2: don't think that they have it
1: yeah i don't know i was happy he stayed
2: i mean i'm happy he stayed over ben
1: Yes, I which think. we'll we'll get to. And then.
2: <laughs> um, and so then we have Zach and his mom and dad and his brother. And this was um, the first part of the date was really funny because they're doing like New York things. And I'm going to say it right now. Um, there was one backdrop that they had. It was like Uh, Water was behind them and then the cityscape And he's like you know I spent A a bunch of years like growing up here And blah 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 and I'm looking at that I'm like so he's from Jersey I was like That is the the Hudson You were on the Jersey side Looking at New York City
1: (laughs) Well I don't think They had um, Any Like it was all fake that's why I was like The whole thing I don't know it felt weird to me i also want to go back and say about brendan because it was the least dramatic i'm like she might also like like that everything isn't this deep meaningful like crying and talking about yeah i'm like just because someone doesn't have like a wildly traumatic past doesn't mean that they're not uh, the person for you like right uh, they're that's kind of how I felt about it. Cause Zach was like crying the whole time and I don't oh, know. Oh,
2: Zach was crying the whole time. And the most of these guys have had like pretty um, you know, intense stories that they've shared. Like Ivan's brother is in jail and um Ben has had multiple things that have gone like very traumatic things that have gone on in his life. And uh same with Zach. So I think it's kind of nice to have this like uplifting, not surface level, but um, fluff to get through all of the heavy stuff. So I, yeah. I hear you on that. Um, but they're doing all these New York things in uh, with Zach and then, um, you know, hailing a cab, which I.
1: Which if you go to New York, don't yell taxi. No one's oh, coming please. if you scream. They're in cars. They can't hear you.
2: They can't hear you. Never have I ever screamed the word taxi <laughs> in the
1: That's, street carrie bradshaw ruined that for everyone i'm like
2: ruined it she even did the carrie bradshaw thing where she pulled up her skirt and like showed her leg um to get the like tried to get the taxi i was like oh my god Sex in the <laughs> city reference
1: which bless her but i'm like the best way to get a cab is stand in front of one it has to stop
2: it has to stop they will stop usually Um, (laughs) the yellow ones don't stop (laughs) and then um and he kind of shits on her for getting the blueberry bagel I also I need to know your opinion on the blueberry bagel I love a fruit but I haven't gotten a blueberry bagel in a long time
1: um I love a fruit. I don't love a dried fruit. So I Mm. am not like a cinnamon raisin bagel kind of person.
2: Do you toast yours?
1: Yes. You want my dream bagel? Okay, ready? Everything bagel toasted. Yeah. Yeah. Scallion cream cheese. Yes. Or calamata olive cream cheese. I love. (laughs) And then like sliced cucumbers on top. And that is my dream bagel. Because the cucumbers give it like a nice crunch. It's textures everything. The texture. <laughs> That's my dream bagel. I saw Rhea that um from Chicks in the Office that we've had on before tweeted uh that her favorite bagel is a plain bagel with cream cheese and Doritos.
2: Oh my god. So we need to try that.
1: <laughs> and I was like, honestly, I would try it.
2: I would try that. That sounds great. Um, okay, so then we meet up with Zach's family in the evening. And I thought, and I was waiting, I was like, I need a family to be, you know, kind of I need somebody to push back. And his family, at least his brother did. And I really like that. Um, because his brother asked Taysha, like, hey, where are you with Zach in comparison to the other three? And she's like, you know, I really do see myself um falling in love with him and then maybe marrying him at the end of this. And he Immediately was like, but you didn't answer the question.
1: And she was like, how how that his family loves the bachelor. So I'm like, they know how the game is played.
2: (laughs) Oh yeah. They're not new. They are not new. Um, And so, but I think that's a val. I think that's a valid question too. Like where are you with all the other guys? And, And she did say, you know, it's weird to bring up other relationships when you're in one, but that, literally is the situation that we're in and it i feel like kind of has to be discussed or just you'll find out at the rose ceremony, and that's that
1: yeah also i will say she's so good with all the families like she was not seemingly uncomfortable with any of them and even when they would like say things like that she wasn't thrown off
2: oh she is a i would bring her home to my family i feel like she's very good with like parents love her yes parents love her um and then we have Ivan um and his parents and they had a really cute date where they um made some Filipino dishes and um the fact that he was like I have a really famous chef coming on I thought that and it ended up being his niece that was really cute
1: I know I texted you being like, mm, I feel like she's not actually the most famous chef.
2: <laughs> I don't, I feel like she's not um, like the chef. She biggest was so in the sweet world.
1: though. Um, yeah, she was really sweet. And I loved both of his parents.
2: Oh, yeah. Both of his parents were, I mean, his dad is everything. His yes. dad was so sweet. And I loved their conversation because he was like, he, he was asking her about her previous marriage. He was like, So I heard you've been married before. And she was like, Yeah. And he re- immediately, instead of like attacking her about that, he related it back to himself. He goes, so have I. And this was my story, you know, saying we were too young. And I the next time I waited to, um, waited longer to get married. And then it obviously ended up working out. And I really, I really liked the conversation that they had. And the fact that apparently he's like, had so many different health issues and had yeah. literally risking his life to be yeah. here.
1: He was like the definition of wise. Like, I felt like if he told me to do anything, I would do it.
2: (laughs) Absolutely. And his um, mom was also, she was skeptical. And she said that she was like, you know, things are happening so fast. I don't know. Um, And I, obviously, I agree.
1: I felt like, because there's always like, you know, with the hometowns, there's always a family that's like skeptical Mm -hmm. but i felt like she was skeptical while remaining very kind like
2: oh i agree there was no there was no like um, she wasn't
1: cold to her she wasn't like mean at all and even to ivan she was like i'm skeptical but uh, um i'll be here no matter what
2: and well and then ivan said something like uh You know, I see her and I getting married at the end of this, and her mom, and his mom immediately goes, if she keeps you around, brought him (laughs) back down to reality, like, so quick.
1: Yeah, that was good. um,
2: And then his brother shows up.
1: Yeah, they surprise them with his brother, which I got a little misty when- Same. (laughs) But when- Tayshia sees him walk in and Ivan's like not paying attention and she has to like physically turn his head to see him. I was like, Oh,
2: I know that was really, really, really sweet. And um, I think it was cool that we finally got to like meet his brother and see his brother after hearing so much about him. Um, They're clearly complete opposites, but the fact that they are, they love each other very much. You can tell that they are super close um, and my sister and I are also very, very opposite people. Um, I'm the more put together one, believe it or not. So (laughs) um, if you could imagine. So I think, you know, having that relationship with your sibling, regardless of um, how different you are, how similar you are, I think that's amazing. So I loved, I loved his brother showing up.
1: Yeah, that was very sweet. And then we have the date with Ben.
2: And Ben has his sister and um a chef.
1: Yeah, which famous chef. <laughs> which they don't say she's a famous chef, ironically, no. because Ivan's like the most famous chef. But uh Antonia, I was like, why does she look so familiar? She was on two seasons of Top Chef. She was on Top Chef and then on All Stars. So, like, she's a very good chef.
0: She's a very good chef. And I also
2: think it's... um, She has, like, 178,000 followers. And something that we've talked about... I know Chris and I have talked about. It's watching Ben. He very much gives me... um, Wants to be Bachelor vibes. And um, I like, I appreciate him sharing his story and I love that he shared his story and I um, think everything that he's gone through is, like, I I could never imagine going through that. Um, But something about his social media feels fake to me. Not his story, but his actual, like, Instagram.
1: I agree. Also, when he was like, I love you is such a hard thing for me to say. I've never, I can't say it every Insta story he has, he's like, love you guys. Love you so much. It's
2: in his bio.
1: And I'm like, wait, is it in a his, hard thing for you to say.
2: <laughs> yeah. And maybe, maybe, uh, you know, a lot of people were commenting cause we posted a tweet about it. Um, people are commenting, you know, this is, he's doing all this because, uh, like he's learned his lesson or whatever. I just think it's so, um, He's trying to be this like beacon of a good example and like in his in his Instagram bio it says I love you a lot. Yeah. Like that's I just feel like it's so weird and um trying to be too re- too relatable.
1: Yeah, I agree, but I'm also like a jaded bitch. So I'm like trying not to Same,
2: same, same. <laughs> I mean, I 100% I am um, Yeah.
1: a monster. So, that's why I'm like I don't trust Tim fully.
2: He's telling me to have a good day, and I'm like wanting to vomit.
1: Yeah, but I'm like, is that that might be a us problem? <laughs>
2: it's an us, it's it's probably an us problem, but I'm still gonna talk about it because I feel like I had to get it off my chest.
1: <laughs> um, but yeah, their date goes like pretty well.
2: I loved their date, it was very cute. They were roller skating, they took wellness shots, um, they went to the boardwalk shops and um uh, yeah, I think that was, I think that was really cute. And meeting his sister and Antonia went really well. Um, and his sister was super sweet, like, yeah, next level, very sweet. And with the end, I was a little thrown because, you know, he was saying in his, in, in his uh, interviews that like, I'm in love with her. I'm going to tell her I love her. And then at the very end, he chokes and doesn't. And she's like genuinely pissed off that he doesn't say "I love you," but like none of the other guys did. You know I think why was it?
1: Like... Said that they were falling in love, though. Like Zach definitely did.
2: Oh yeah. Okay, so. so then maybe that's. I mean, he could at least have given some sort of. I guess in, she wanted some sort of indication that they were on or around the same page, but uh and I guess he he also said like now you know all the things like you know everything about me like you met my sister you met blah 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 and he still doesn't say how he like really feels but she was you could tell how pissed she was
0: I mean she she said that's home
1: (laughs) I feel like a lot of times at this point it's like pretty kind of clear who is gonna get chosen And I feel like she has genuine like feelings for all of them. So I feel like I don't like I feel like she's like I have to send home someone, you know, so.
2: Yeah, she had no she had no choice except to send someone home. And I think this was definitely I was expecting the reaction she had with Blake to be the one she had with Ben. And with Ben, he was just like they sat down, they spoke and he was like, you know, I'll be all right. I've been wrong before and was very just like oh well about it though I knew he was upset
1: yeah that was exactly I think I texted you this I was like that's exactly how I respond in a being rejected situation as well yeah it's cold he just like put up his guard I felt like even like
2: the guard that he had already had up is just went even higher and I think that was the point that she was like you know trying to make it's like you're not giving me anything even when I say told you like that you're going home you're going to be all right it's like cool then fine you shouldn't have been here anyways like that's
1: she was like don't shut down also and i was like that ship has sailed he's shut
2: he's shut down then he gets in the limo and he was like i wanted to marry her i wanted her to be the mother of my children now i don't know what to do it's like well you're in the limo now so yeah that doesn't doesn't matter well, though it could be a Pete situation and maybe she ends up uh breaking up with whoever she chooses and goes with Ben I don't know
1: we'll say yeah we haven't seen the end of him in the bachelor world at least
2: no he'll be great for paradise yeah great for paradise for Sure. For um and uh yeah I mean that was really it um I do what to um, tell you guys, we have a special thing just for you guys with Shop Betches. I wanted to leave it to the end, but um, if you guys use the code FINAL4, you guys can get 20% off our Bachelor collection until Friday night at midnight. That's shop.betches.com, and if you use FINAL4, you can get 20% off all of our Bachelor collection until Friday at midnight, so make sure you guys go to shop.betches.com because... off this is final four let's go let's go amen amen all right so make sure keep going
1: oh I was just gonna say I'm excited for the fantasy suites which I think are in a trailer but I relate to um oh
2: I think they are too because I remember seeing you know uh pictures about them
1: totally but I'm like into it so I think it's going to be good I'm excited
2: it's gonna be good, um, and I'm ex- I really don't know who's. I don't know
0: who's gonna be either. picked
2: at the end. So I guess we'll find out next week. It's also two episodes again next week, Monday and Tuesday. Um, we'll be live memeing both nights, um, and so you can follow us at the Bachelor on Instagram and Pet- Bachelor Pod on Twitter. And until then,
3: we will talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye.
0: Betches.